Yardbird tuna. Alright, so, um... I guess I'm gonna give this a shot by myself. Hey, baby. What are you doing, cutie? Well, if you're out there in the interweb, uh, I'm a new dad. This is my baby laying next to me in her little uh, bouncy chair thing. Looks like she's waking up and she's gonna scream at me. So, uh, hopefully she passes back out. What are you doing, cutie? What are you doing? Anyway, this is my very first attempt at doing this podcast bullshit. A little stressful. Uh, I'm definitely afraid that I'm going to fuck this up or embarrass myself or uh, embarrass my family, offend somebody. You know, all the normal bullshit that people have to worry about nowadays when they open their fucking mouths. Um, so, uh, so my sister, she said, uh, if I'm having a hard time getting guests or, or getting somebody to actually show the fuck up, because maybe I, uh, I said something fucking stupid and everybody got afraid that I was going to break their balls if they come in here and fucking talk to me, but, uh. Rest assured, uh, I probably will, honestly, but uh, I'll try not to be too offensive and, and hurt your fucking feelings. That's not something I really enjoy doing. I like a good joke. I like to poke a little and make people uncomfortable, but uh, I'm not a big fan of actually, like, uh, fucking embarrassing you so goddamn bad that you, you know, you're afraid to leave your fucking house. Uh, you know... Nobody likes a fucking bully, and I, I really certainly don't want to be a bully, but, uh, you know, so, uh, we'll just continue, but, uh, so for today's episode, uh, I'm gonna be, I guess I'll just tell you who the fuck I am, that way you don't think I'm just some douchebag with a fucking opinion, which is exactly what I am, <laughs> and a fucking screaming ass baby laying next to me. What are you doing, little girl? What are you doing? You hungry yet? Should I go warm up a fucking bottle? So. Uh. Yeah, so I'm a new dad. I'm a 38. I don't even know how fucking old I am anymore. I'm 37, 38. I don't know. I'm 38. I was born in 81. Uh. Yeah. So I'm 38. Born in 81. U.S. Army veteran. I was a fucking mediocre soldier at best. So before you go fucking pat me on the head, tell me how great I was. No, I, I wasn't. Believe me, I, I really fucking wasn't. Uh, I was a young, stupid kid that didn't appreciate it for what it was. And, um, you know, I tell people all the time, uh, I meet young people that, uh, you know, yeah... I'm going to go in, I'm going to be a, a fucking Navy SEAL or, or a Special Forces or a Ranger. You know, my, my granddad was airborne. I want to be an 82nd Airborne guy or, you know, but they're like fucking 50 pounds overweight and like, you know, like, I don't know, maybe I, maybe I usually make like a fucking face or something. I, I don't know, like, uh, how do you say to a, a young kid that seems like... 
he's got a goal in mind. How do you say to this guy, look, <laughs> you better get your fucking ass on a treadmill first and, and start fucking hustling because you don't want 280 fucking pounds falling out of a goddamn airplane with a fucking parachute with holes in it. I mean, uh, you're going to have some fucking bad knees after that first jump. But, um, uh, but I mean, you know, in all honesty, if I reflect correctly, it doesn't really matter. You know, uh, when I went into basic training in 99, uh, there was definitely fat people in there with me. And, uh, you know, after that nine weeks of basic training, cause I, I wasn't, uh, you know, in the army that back then, I think it was nine weeks, you know, we were all slim motherfuckers after that. I mean, yeah, they did their fucking jobs. Them drill sergeants weren't fucking around, you know. So, uh, you know, maybe the fat kid, maybe I shouldn't be so uh, critical. Maybe I should just encourage this kid, you know, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's better that you go join the military. If you think that's something you need to do, you know, like if you think that that's going to, uh, you know, uh, give you a good stepping stone, you know, maybe some college money, maybe just, uh, you know, get you the fuck out of your neighborhood. You know, maybe really, uh, instead of me being such a critical jerk-off and, and like, uh, I've become, like, this grumpy fucking veteran, you know, and, uh, maybe I need to work on that. I don't know. Sometimes I'm a little fucking negative or cynical or whatever, and, uh, maybe I just need to encourage the fucking fat kid, you know? Yeah, go do it, man. And, uh, let him learn on his own that, I mean... You ain't gonna be eating no fucking crimpets from Tasty Cake, uh, nine weeks after that fucking training, that's for sure. But, um, that is what I should do, honestly, because, I mean, I'm a big fan of, uh, change, you know, uh, the other side of my story is I'm a recovering addict, I got, uh, well, in October I'll have nine years, nine years clean, uh, for all you fucking morons out there... <laughs> You know, before you start criticizing, you know, some of you might be tuning the fuck out right about now. Oh, here we go. We're going to hear this fucking story about, you know, how this guy was a fucking junkie and got his shit together. And some people don't want to, they don't want to hear the bad stuff. You know, me, I love it. I fucking love it. But, um, I'm, this podcast is not about me promoting, uh, you know, like, uh, my, 12-step program or none of that. I'm, I don't... I'm not going to push that shit on people, but just know that it has changed my life. I, I will say that, and that's the fucking end of it, because I have beliefs towards that, you know, that that uh, it's a... Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote. I'm going to quote for a minute here. Uh, it's, a, it's about attraction, not promotion. Boom. There, all my people can fucking get a hard on right now because I said that. Anyway, so uh, I'm a recovering addict. Uh, definitely made a lot of uh, crazy <laughs> fucking decisions once upon a time. And, and uh, you know, at one point in my life, uh, my family was pretty fucking done with me. And I sold everything that I fucking owned. I stole some money from some people. Uh, you know, stole items and sold it. I wasn't, I wasn't like, uh, 
I don't know. I don't know exactly what I was. I would say that I wasn't your average, like, uh, stereotypical junkie that you see on TV, but maybe I did look like that. I was definitely like a fucking dirtball-ass kid working in a body shop, couldn't maintain a job to save my fucking life, and, uh, you know, just constantly getting kicked out of fucking places. Drinking, I used to drink real fucking hard and get kicked out of everywhere. I mean, there's some funny fucking stories there, but on the same token, when I was like, uh, I'm sitting, I got all these notes written in front of me, and when I when I wrote all these, a lot of them are drinking stories about me getting kicked out of places or me drinking and doing stupid shit, which admittedly makes me even more aware of how fucking crazy I was back then, you know, and. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm still fucking crazy, I think, you know, at least uh, everybody seems to uh, make me aware of that. Uh, I don't know, man. If you're fucked up and uh, you've got a lot of crazy shit in your past, you're probably my kind of fucking asshole, you know? Like, uh, I don't think, I think that, uh, like, so people... uh, I posted them stupid fucking videos about uh, the yellow Starburst and the red bag Doritos. And, uh, of course, like a lot, you know, like a lot of people liked it, but there was a lot of criticism, too. Like, people are so fucking insane nowadays that, uh, you know, like, there is actually dumb fucks that come up to me in public and are like, uh, hey, man, I like yellow fucking Starburst. Dude, did you not get the fucking joke? Like, like, did you... I don't understand what the fuck you didn't understand about this. It was a joke. Like, if you didn't sense that there was humor involved, I can't even begin to suggest a solution to your fucking problem. You know, and the same with the red bag Doritos things. I mean, um... Dude, I eat fucking regular nacho Doritos. What are you, fucking stupid? Do you really, in your brain, think that I have, like, this Nazi-like agenda to fucking have Doritos eliminate all the red bag fucking nachos from the fucking planet? Are you out of your fucking mind, man? Like, when has our country... Uh, when, when is... When is our country gonna back the fuck up? I mean, like... Obviously, you're always going to have crazies, but when when are the citizens as a whole or a majority going to stand back and just say, all right, dude, that's too much. Like, we're going too extreme here in both directions with all of this politically correct bullshit and all of this, like, I'm going to defend my political agenda and fuck them people because they think the opposite of me. Dude, you're dividing this country in half, you fucking idiots. You're fucking ruining a good thing. Don't you know that? I mean, I'm I'm an American. I, I have known nothing other than American culture. And, and American culture is all cultures. It's fucking gay people. It's black people. It's white people. It's hip-hop music. It's fucking country music. It's kid rock. And it's fucking Talib Kweli. It, it's fucking everything. You know? It's fucking drag queens. It's fucking everything. And and you, if you think 
that your particular subculture should be the only fucking culture in this country. I don't, I don't think you understand what you're missing out on, okay? You know, right now, hot topic, kick all the fucking Mexicans out. Newsflash, jerk off. Mexicans make great fucking food, okay? I don't want to miss out on that. I'm working on being a fucking fat fuck, okay? I really don't want to have to travel to a foreign fucking country because I'm a lazy American, okay? I love the fact that people bring their cultures to me. Indians, Mexicans, Asians, everybody. Bring that shit to me because I'm too busy working to fucking travel to your country to try your food and learn about your culture. Get it? So please, stop trying to kick people the fuck out of the country, okay? Just relax, man. Fucking relax. Uh, looks like my fucking kid is gonna fall out of that goddamn chair. Give me a second here. Give me a second. Ugh, what are you smiling about? Watch yourself, cutie. Watch yourself. What are you doing? What are you doing? Is that better? That's better. All right. All right. I'm back. I'm back. So, uh, all right, that's uh, enough of that bullshit. I, I said I wasn't going to talk about politics, but I ended up doing it anyway. Sorry about that. So, uh, you know, I don't know, man. This whole fucking country, you know, uh, what else can we get on? You know, uh, so the Doritos, the Starburst. I'll tell you what it's going on right now. Like, I'm a car guy. I would love for somebody to come down here and sit across the table and discuss cars with me. I mean, dude, that may not be the greatest fucking listening for the rest of yous that don't really give a shit about, like, uh, modifying or, uh, you know, improving the performance of your automobile. But, dude, I fucking love that shit. I stare at cars like... Most slimeball-ass men stare at your fat ass or tits. You know what I mean? Like, that's... I'm that fucking weirdo. My wife, like, literally said to me the other day, you know, I don't even see you look at women. Dude, I don't fucking care. First of all, I don't know. Maybe I'm in, like, this uh, fucking slump. Maybe I need, like, some of them penis pills or something. I just don't... I'm not, like, uh, sexually driven like I used to be. You know, like, uh, as a young single guy, dude, if you fucking made eye contact with me as a woman, I wanted to fuck your brains out. <laughs> God, I hope my in-laws don't fucking hear this. <laughs> uh, you know, like, but prior to meeting my wife, you know, like, I, I was a normal dickhead-ass, blue-collar dude from Delco, like, um... You know, if a chick made fucking eye contact with me or fucking said hello to me, I am so stupid I thought that was flirting. That's, that's, you know, and, uh, that's, that, so I was a normal guy. I got married and I, you know, I made this decision in my life. I want to be with my wife. I want to raise our beautiful child. And, um, you know, like, I'm comfortable where I'm at now. But, like, dude, I'm, like, so, like, uh, Maybe it's the, uh, 
maybe it's the addict in me that's like, uh, I need something to obsess about. So like, I would say for the last three years, it's been cars and trucks and Jeeps and bullshit. And like, uh, I think it's fucking awesome, man. I don't know why. It's like a big puzzle, you know? Bring me some broken shit so I can figure it the fuck out. Or, uh, you know, just, I don't know, man. Car car culture is a pretty interesting thing to me. You know, like, uh, you can travel around the country and you can actually see the people in certain neighborhoods or certain parts of the country or wherever have a particular car culture, you know? Uh, it says something about what, like, the vehicle that you drive says something about who you are, you know? Uh, for example, not, and, and like, like I said, listen, before the PC fucking crowd jumps on me and fucking kicks me in the nuts, all of what I'm saying is not a, a, uh, I'm not pinning racial divides or ethnic groups or, uh, saying anything. There is always, always an exception to the fucking rule. Okay, so if you do drive a particular vehicle, and I believe that a particular group of people drive these kinds of vehicles, that don't get all fucking butthurt because I said, you know, for instance, all right, let's just throw an example out there. Prius drivers. Prius drivers to me are like the the green crowd, you know, the ones that are worried about saving the earth and the uh, ozone and, you know, uh, climate control or climate change and all this shit. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to comment on that whole topic, but I, I believe that Prius drivers and like uh, certain small cars, the smart cars and the Fiat 500 and like these little tiny Econo cars are typically these kinds of people that are concerned with the environment. That says something about that. I'm not judging them. I'm not saying you're a piece of shit because you fucking drive uh, one of these cars. Admittedly, you'll never fucking see my ass in one of them cars. Not until you can bolt a fucking turbo to it and make it go really fucking fast. But even that, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, I'm not a four-cylinder guy. I don't like the Hondas and the Toyotas and... You know, like, yes, they go really fast, and you can make some really neat shit out of them. Not my thing. I'm, don't be insulted. Just not my thing, you know? I respect what you can do. I love a good mechanic that tinkers and wants to make better performance. So even if you are a Honda guy or a Toyota guy, and uh, you are actively working on your vehicle, and you... Uh, you know, are trying to improve it for the sake of what you're doing, dude, you're my kind of guy. I get it, man. I, I think it's fucking cool, you know? Like, uh, that's what I do, you know? And it's not even just cars. It's uh, bikes, fucking four-wheelers, uh, dirt bikes, Harleys, uh, you know, anything, anything uh, that you do, if you're, you're constantly wanting to tinker with it and make it a improve it that's the way life is that's progression that's how you get it better you know a fucking jeep is awesome a lifted jeep is even more awesome 
A lifted Jeep with bigger axles under it and bigger fucking ballooned up tires can really climb over some shit. Ain't the fastest motherfucker down the highway, but if you're going over a fucking mountain with giant rocks, I'd rather be in that. See what I mean? So, uh... Anyway, so the car community thing is uh, cool to me. The one thing I don't like, which I, I do criticize, if we're going to talk about the automotive, uh, you know, like, modification thing, is, like, there's this goofy-ass trend right now to have these big, lifted diesel pickup trucks and uh, put these fucking stupid rims, like, these deep-dish rims that are sticking out, like, six fucking inches outside of the fender wells with these rubber band tires, and it's a big four-wheel drive pickup truck. Now, before all the fucking young 20-year-old dipshit white guys start to all cry, and, you know, uh, they start to, oh my god, you're criticizing me, I can't believe that. That's the... Now listen, that's the the funny thing about this whole uh, political bipolar thing we got, this bipartisan bullshit we got going on. Everybody's offended. Each side is accusing the other of being offended. So back to the white guy. So the white guy, uh, you know, he's driving around. You live in the suburbs of fucking Philadelphia or in the city of Philadelphia, and you're driving this fucking land yacht. You got an extended cab F-350 with an eight-foot fucking bed on it because you're a cocksucker. The truth is you drive it because you're the same as me. We are Americans. We're rebels. We want to be offensive. That's what fucking people do. Philadelphia, I think, more so than the rest of the whole fucking country. I think Philadelphians are, are like the uh, true heart of uh, sarcasm and, uh, what you know, like... Uh, like we don't we don't take no shit, you know. Philadelphia is uh that's just what we do. So so anyway, the guy with the diesel pickup truck, you're driving around my fucking neighborhood with this goddamn eight inch fucking stacks and this big shiny ass pickup truck. Now, what I was trying to say earlier is that I'm like a function over fashion kind of guy. So like to me, a guy driving around in one of these big douchebag ass trucks is like the equivalent of some stupid bitch that goes to like, uh, <laughs> that wants to go to like, uh, I don't know, what's like a, all right, so like she'll go down to like the Dover Downs to watch like a NASCAR race with her fucking boyfriend and she's all dialed up even though it's going to be like a shitty muddy fucking mess and it's like raining out and, and you know what I mean? Like, so the point is, is, to me, you got this big shiny piece of shit that doesn't do what it's meant to fucking do. You got a fucking lifted four-wheel drive pickup truck that's so fucking shiny and pretty with these slick tires on it. And, like, it's fucking useless. That's why I get annoyed. It's fucking useless. I respect what you're doing. You're modifying it. You think it's awesome. You're drag racing these things. You know, like, it is pretty impressive. I'll say that. Some of these guys are getting really good fucking numbers out of these trucks. And, I mean, the old drag racing theory used to be, anyway, make the fucking car lighter and give it more power. And the diesel guys are just, like, 
totally blowing that theory out of the water. I mean, they're definitely giving it shitloads more fucking power, but it's still a big, heavy fucking truck to be performing the way these guys are getting them to perform. So, that being said, um, I probably talked way too fucking long about cars and trucks and bullshit. Uh, my fucking baby's yelling at me. She probably wants me to shut the fuck up. So, uh, what else can we possibly say? I didn't even set a fucking timer. I have no idea how long I've been recording this fucking thing. Um, I'm just gonna keep going until she fucking screams at me and tells me to go get her a goddamn bottle. <sighs> so, new dad here. Let's talk about that. My, my sister suggested that I should talk about the birth of my daughter. Dude, for any asshole out there, single guy that, uh, you know, has a girlfriend or a wife or a mistress or whatever the fuck you have, and um, you're, you're like, on your way to having a fucking baby, let me, let me tell you about that fucking story, okay? First of all, like everybody says, it's all, everything that I'm going to say is all shit that other people have said. It's just going to be my caveman style of fucking describing it. So, uh, my wife and I, we decided we didn't want to know the gender until the, uh, very end. Me, I'm a control freak, and I like to prepare, and I'm fucking OCD, so I wanted to know every fucking thing that I could, and of course the doctor's like, yeah, well, your wife doesn't want to know, so I'm not gonna fucking tell you. <laughs> the doctor was awesome. Um... Uh, our doctor, I'm pretty sure, drinks too much. Probably does a little coke and weed on the weekends. <laughs> My kind of guy. We used to fuck around and joke and, and like, uh, I don't know. I, I kind of got the impression that he's he's probably a, a whole lot more fucking human than um, when I first met him and I saw his little lab coat and his fucking scrubs and, you know, thought that, Jesus Christ, here's this fucking stiff. But, uh, you know... Uh, so anyway, the doctor is awesome. Um, I told my wife that, uh, if she stops seeing this fucking guy, cause he's the, uh, OBGYN, I said, uh, you know, if you stop fucking seeing this guy, I'm going to go back and have him check out my dick and balls. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I fucking love this guy. I think he's fucking great. But, uh, anyway, so, uh, so the birth of my child was a interesting one. She was born a, a month early and, uh. So, I inspect cranes, my day job, that's what I, uh, that's a whole other story. We'll have to spend a whole fucking podcast talking about how I got into that and, uh, what that job actually is. I mean, it's a fucking amazing job. And, and my employers and the other guys that I work with, what a great bunch of people. I mean, you know, even me doing this shit and I've posted these videos and I'm wearing, like, my work shirt and, uh, like... They've yelled at me a few times about it, but but for the most part, they've been encouraging about my stupid shit that I'm trying to do here, and uh, and I think they like me. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why they like me, but fuck. I mean, I I guess they uh they think I'm good enough to at least do that job. So um, anyway, back on topic. So, I was up in Staten Island doing this fucking crane, and I'm standing on the top of this fucking crane, and my goddamn wife calls me, and, uh, you know, she usually calls me in the morning because she's either, uh, assumes that I'm driving to the job, or I'm driving back to, from the job, or maybe to another job site, and, uh, you know, she calls, 
I'm on top of this crane and it's pretty dangerous, so I don't fucking answer it. I just stuff the phone back in my pocket. And uh, so she calls like two more times and I knew she was at this appointment to uh, get an ultrasound and check on the baby, see how the baby's doing. So she, she called like one or two more times and I was like, oh, fuck. All right, this is obviously important, you know. So uh, I tell the crane operator, halt, you know, stop everything we're doing. You know, he gets off the fucking controls and just gives me a minute. And I'm standing on his fucking crane. And uh, so she starts telling me she's like freaking the fuck out. And uh, of course, you know, I'm a big pussy. So I like start like tearing up and I'm like worried, you know, that something fucking bad is happening. And, uh, you know, she's telling me, uh, yeah, they found some irregularities on the ultrasound and, uh, I'm staying here. We're having the fucking baby, you know? And I'm like, oh boy, you know, like, holy shit, this is fucking happening. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, in probably one of the most real fucking moments of my life, uh, admittedly, I was like crying my fucking eyes out. And, uh, so I got off the crane. I, f I actually fucking somehow finished the inspection. Like I, I maintained my cool, even though I wanted to cry my fucking eyes out while I'm inspecting this fucking crane. And, uh, I shake hands with the crane operator. Hey, thanks, man. And, uh, you know, I roll the fuck out of there in a, like a bat out of hell. And uh, I'm driving down a fucking highway. Uh, and I just, I remember like just thinking that I, I fucking just, I want everything to be fine, you know? This fucking baby, you know, like I've made so many fucking bad decisions in my life and this is definitely not one of them. And, uh, you know, so like as a new dad and or hopefully soon to be new dad, uh, at that moment in my life, I just remember thinking, just please, you know, I'm not a religious guy. I don't fucking pray. I don't go to church. I don't, you know, I don't do that. I'm not a, not a devout fucking Christian, as you can tell by all the fucking F-bombs I drop. But, uh, but admittedly, I fucking prayed. I prayed driving down that fucking highway and, uh, you know, I get to the fucking hospital and my wife's in the, uh, uh, what the fuck is it? Maternity ward of, uh, the hospital, you know, and, uh, I go in and I talk to her and, uh, the doc's great. You know, the hospital was great. It's a new ward. They just fucking rebuilt. It's beautiful. So, uh, they start telling me the good news. Good news, Mr. Hunter. Uh, the kid's okay. The heartbeat's fine. Everything looks good. Baby's just a little small. You know, that just baby's not developing as quickly as we normally see at this stage. So uh, she's going to come out early. That's all. Just so we can we can keep an eye on her out here. It's easier to give her medical attention outside the womb than it is in. Okay, well, that's good fucking news, you know, because, I mean, I was losing my fucking mind driving down that goddamn highway. Um, so uh, So that day, they couldn't fit her in. Uh, I remember it was a Thursday. Baby was uh, May 10th. So uh, it must have been May 9th. So Thursday, they couldn't, they couldn't fit her in. 
So they agreed, all right, you know, tomorrow morning that's going to be it, you know. And, dude, me and my wife sat in that fucking room. And it was a beautiful room, and they were so great to us. They fed my stupid fucking ass. I slept on the couch that night. My fucking family is awesome. They, they helped out with our dogs. Uh, you know, like, everybody was just great, you know, helping us to fuck out through this fucking huge experience, this fucking mind-blowing experience, you know? And, uh, you know, so, so the next day we wake up, my wife is, like, fucking crawling out of her skin. She's ready to, like, all right, if we're fucking doing this, let's fucking do this at, like, 6 a.m., you know? Like, let's fucking do this. And, uh, <laughs> because we're unscheduled, they literally have to just, like, wait for, like, an opening in the fucking, you know, like, all right, the doc's got fucking 15 minutes, wheel her in, we're gonna just yank this motherfucker out of there. <laughs> Start cutting, we're gonna pull this fucking kid out by her foot. <laughs> so, uh, that's not, uh, yeah, yeah, so we, we sat around all fucking morning, and, uh, you know, we're both nervous as a motherfucker. And, uh, you know, somewhere in the afternoon, early afternoon, they finally, okay, yeah, yeah, we're going to do it like 1, 2 o'clock-ish. Uh, you know, and I don't even think it happened then, really. I think it was later. I, I'm going to, I think that it was about 4 or 4.30 when we finally went in and did this fucking thing. And let me tell you about that goddamn experience. I mean, dude, I've seen some shit in my life. Uh, you know, I've seen some fucking dead bodies. I've seen some fucking people get really badly fucking hurt. I've seen good things. I've seen, like, you know, like just... I I've experienced some shit in my 38 fucking years on this ball of dirt. And I'll tell you, man, that was something... That was fucking something. So, like, uh, you know, you're, you're fucking terrified. Your wife, my best fucking friend, my partner, is on this table. And, like, uh, dude, my wife is probably crazier than I fucking am. Let me tell you this. Let's back up a minute. Originally, we were, we were planned to do this uh, C-section thing. Like, my wife, they knew that she can't have a natural birth. So they were like, yep, we're going to have to schedule this. So my wife's brilliant fucking idea was, is we're going to have a clear curtain because I want to watch the fucking surgery. Are you out of your fucking mind, lady? You better put a fucking blindfold on me because I don't want to see shit. I certainly don't want to see my fucking partner get cut the fuck open and then yank this little fucking monster out of her insides. I'm not going to fucking handle that. I will be the dad in the corner fucking hyperventilating or just completely pass the fuck out. That is some shit that I'm not prepared to do. So, back on topic. We're in the fucking OR, and uh, thank fucking God they didn't have a clear curtain. So, like, I quickly, like, beeline it, like, right around all the doctors, right to, like, where my wife's fucking face is, and I'm shitting my pants. I probably had 10 pounds of fucking turds in my fucking ass ready to unload, and, uh... I'm sitting there talking to her, and I'm trying to keep her cool, and I'm holding her hands, and uh, they gave her the epidural, so she's numb from the fucking tits down, you know, and like, uh, she's getting fucking antsy, and she's like, uh, you know, I want to sit up, 
I want to sit. Are you out of your fucking mind? You can't sit up right now. They're fucking yanking a kid out of you. So um, I like uh, I'm trying to keep her cool. And I'm like, um, no, you can't fucking sit up. You got to just sit here. You just got to sit still. She was real antsy. And, uh, you know, like she's getting freaked the fuck out and it's freaking me the fuck out. So, um, you know, I, uh, I probably made dumb jokes like I always fucking do because I'm an idiot and, and when people are uncomfortable, that's what I fucking do. So, uh, anyway, the doctor finally, uh, he's doing his thing. This fucking doctor, dude, when I knew, when I talked to him in his office, uh, when I talk to him in the office compared to when he's in the operating room, dude, this guy was working on my wife and the fucking baby like it was a goddamn car. I'll tell you, dude, what a fucking... Like, dude, this was nothing to this guy. And that, like, blew my mind. The fucking doctor is, like, making jokes. The nurses are like, man, you still smell like fucking Jack Daniels from last night. And before anybody flips the fuck out, he didn't, okay? The guy was good at what he did. He's fucking awesome, okay? But just just to have this humor, this fucking human side, like, yep, we're going to sit here, we're going to do our work, we're going to talk some shit and have fun. I mean, what's more fucking Philadelphian than that, okay? I love it. I fucking loved it. So um, they're sitting there bullshitting. You know, he's like... Uh, Pass me a 15 millimeter wrench, you know, uh, hand me them fucking vice grips. You know, he's over here like breaking the fucking, uh, you know, taking the cats off and the fucking, uh, you know, opening up the exhaust so he can get a little more performance out of this fucking motor. The doctor is just doing his thing, man. This is like a fucking, this is like doing an oil change on my fucking uh, grand marquee. Like, it, it's nothing. It's fucking nothing. And then here I am. You know, on the other side of this curtain, with my wife's face and her arms, and I'm holding her hands, and um, the doctor, like, yells over the curtain, All right, Chris, you ready to call it out? And I'm like, my fucking brain shuts down. Like, I, I don't even know, uh, I don't even know if he said the fucking, if he spoke English. You know, like, to me, I, like, my brain was in reboot mode. I don't know what the fuck language he just said, but... I'm not comprehending what's happening right fucking now. So, um, it takes me like five seconds to fucking come back to reality. And, uh, I peek over the curtain and it all happens all over again. I'm looking at this fucking baby. There's this fucking baby and it's like you see on TV. It's all that. It's the TV's pretty realistic. It's a little naked fucking baby and the nurses and the doctor are all sitting there for a couple seconds waiting for my retarded fucking ass to, like, catch up. Hey, asshole, you're supposed to be telling your wife the gender of the fucking baby. <laughs> and, uh, I just, uh, I do what I'm doing right now. I just fucking stare. I'm staring at this fucking kid in amazement, and I just think... That came out of my fucking wife. That fucking baby. And then my wife is like, what is it? <laughs> so, uh, I'm like, it's a girl. It's a fucking girl. We got a little fucking girl. <laughs> Holy shit. And my brain, uh, does the next fucking 
huge jump and panic over, oh my fucking God, I have to take care of this. This is a fucking little tiny human that needs me to take care of it. I am responsible to take care of you and teach you and nurture you and guide you. And, uh, wow. Holy fucking shit. Like, uh, you know, you can buy nice things and, uh, you're supposed to take care of them. But if you don't, fuck it. Just buy another one, right? Isn't that what we do in our society nowadays? I got a cell phone. It's a thousand fucking dollars. But if I crack the fucking screen, eh, whatever, dude. I'll just get another one in a year. And I'm saying that because here's this fucking moment in my life where that's not true. There is no such thing as, uh, fuck it, I'll get another one. That's, that's not this. That's not what we're doing right now, you know? And, uh... What a fucking mind-blowing experience, you know? I don't know. I think, uh... I think... I think humans are on this planet to procreate, you know? I mean, that's, uh, ultimately... We're here to make more children and teach them so that we can continue into the future. Uh, I don't know about any big agenda. Like, are we supposed to go into space or are we supposed to fucking conquer the whole planet and eat all the fucking animals? I don't know anything about that. And I don't even want to start to talk about that shit. But I know that my little small part of this giant fucking mechanism is that uh, I find a woman and... I'm going to have a child, and I'm going to raise our child the best I possibly can. And uh, that's where I'm at today, you know? So here I am, talking to a fucking microphone in the back room of my goddamn house with my baby sleeping next to me, probably absorbing all of this crazy shit that I say, all the curse words, the fucking dick jokes, and the fucking, just all the obnoxiousness of her fucking father. She's just soaking that shit into her little tiny fucking brain. And, uh, you know, she'll probably do some therapy or maybe uh, mildly dab in the fucking drugs and alcohol. Hopefully not, but, I mean, you know, I'll probably fuck her up in some kind of way that I'm really trying not to do. <laughs> nah, I mean, you know, I hope not. I really fucking hope not, you know. I've made so many bad mistakes and uh, and and I like to believe that I paid the consequences for those mistakes. But, uh, you know, as a new parent, you, you, all you can do, at least from my perspective, is that you try to teach them better. You know, I, I've talked to so many of my friends about how they're raising their children and... Uh, it seems to be a general consensus that the generation before us fucked us. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Dad. I'm just kidding, Mom. You guys are great. 
Fucking hippies. <laughs> oh, man. You know, like, where is, where is this all going? Who the fuck knows? I mean, ultimately, as an American citizen, what I would like to see, I'd like to see everybody just uh, fucking relax and get along, you know? It's okay to have a different opinion. It's okay to have a different ethnicity, a different sexuality. It's okay if you're different. You know, this idea of culture, it doesn't have to be the same across the board. And from my perspective, it's fucking boring as a motherfucker when you do find that, you know? I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't... I, I don't know, man. Like, um... You know, like, uh... Like living in a in a fucking gated uh, homeowners association community, where you guys all sit around and have your little town meetings, and and everybody agrees to paint their fucking door blue or green or something, and uh, you know one guy stands up and goes, "Yeah, fucking Bob. Bob's got an RV in his fucking driveway. Bob, get that fucking RV out of the driveway, you piece of shit." And you just think to yourself, that's it. That's the way these fucking people want to live. Like, uh, you guys want to be like a, a pastor of fucking sheep, you know? Like, uh, sitting out there grazing. Just, you guys are all the same. You're all the same color. You're all the fucking same, you know, everything. You're all just the same, doing the same shit. That's really what you want to do? That's the, uh, advancement of the human species on this fucking ball of dirt? I mean, I'll tell you this, if we look throughout fucking history, uh, progression is the only way forward, you know, so I don't think that's going to work out for you, okay guys, I think uh, as a society we got to continue to move fucking forward, so uh, again, I'm talking more about political shit than I shouldn't be, I'll probably get criticized for it, uh... But it's too fucking late. I already started recording this, and it's a continuous fucking recording, and I'm not going to edit anything out of it, so that everything that I say, there's a music track actually playing in the background. It's my fucking Pandora account just rocking and rolling with some nice soothing tunes. Hopefully I don't get fucking sued for fucking playing this in the background. But, um, anyway, that's the evidence. That's the evidence that I... I'm not editing any of this shit out. I'm just going to fucking ramble on until eventually you guys all tune the fuck out and don't give a shit at all about anything I have to say. I'm just another jerk-off with an opinion. Uh, there I go being a negative fucking Nancy again. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, so Yardbird Tuna... Uh, what the fuck is that? Oh, that's the music. Wow. So Yardbird Tuna. Um, I guess to explain that story, I was a shipyard worker down at Philly Shipyard for a long time. Uh, I worked five years down there. I was a, uh, a shop steward for a while. Um, I worked with some of the greatest fucking guys that I've ever met in my life. And, uh, I miss them. 
admittedly, I miss I miss a lot of them guys that I work with. I'm hoping that some of them will come on here and talk to me and we can reminisce about some of the funny shit that happened down there. And uh, so my name, Tuna, came from the shipyard. That was a nickname down there. It came from a dirty joke. Uh, once upon a time, I was uh, talking to a buddy of mine, this black gentleman, and uh, somehow, somebody made a dick joke, you know, and uh, the, the black gentleman was, you know, like laughing about how long his dick was. And uh, or some, I don't know the whole fucking story, but lo and behold, we're all sitting around bullshitting and joking about this. And I made a joke about how I'm Irish. And they were like, uh, they didn't know. They didn't know what that, you know, stereotype about Irish guys dicks was. So I fucking laughed and I was like, yeah, well, I'm hung like a fucking tuna can. You know, I'm wider than I am long. <laughs> and that guy fucking called me tuna. This was during our uh, a welding class. When, when I started down at the shipyard, you had to do like this, uh, uh, what the fuck was it, like three months long, I think? Two or three months long? You did this welding school. It was ten guys. Uh, so we're ten fucking guys in the corner of this building, and we just practiced welding for fucking eight hours a day, five days a week for fucking like, I think a month or two or maybe two months. I'm, I'm going to say two months. I think it was two months. But um, that guy started calling me Tuna. And then the other kids in the class started calling me fucking Tuna. And I say kids, but the, we were all adults. But um, And then once I got to, like, I, I finished up welding school and went out to the team that I was going to be working with out in the shipyard. And uh, I just started introducing myself as Tuna. And then fucking all the other guys in the shipyard started remembering my name as Tuna. I was the only fucking guy down there named Tuna. And at the end of my five years while I was there, nobody even knew my fucking name. If they called out Chris Hunter, everybody in the fucking yard would draw a blank like, I don't know who the fuck that is. So, um, Tuna. They know me as Tuna. The asshole that works out in the fucking dry dock with a ponytail that fucking talks shit all day long, you know? So, um... So the other part of my name, Yardbird, Tuna, Yardbird is a reference to the shipyard. It's uh, a Yardbird down the shipyard. It was referred to as a person that, that just talks a lot of shit all day long. So, like, I just thought it would be a good thing, you know, to tie. It. I needed something original. I needed an original fucking name. It, I think it all pertains to who I am as uh, a shipyard worker. I... I Enjoyed that work. I think that I was half decent at it, you know. I'm sure some of the cocksuckers I worked with would probably fucking tell you that I was terrible. Some of them would probably say I was pretty good. Whatever. We got mixed reviews. The one thing that they will fucking say, guaranteed, is that I talked more shit than any other asshole in that fucking yard. Which is why I was a good shop steward. When somebody was in fucking trouble... My stupid ass learned how to read the fucking labor laws and read the fucking contract back to front like eight fucking times and then continued to read it and continued to fucking, you know, uh, study it and understand the, like, legalities of things. I was fucking good. Listen, I'm not gonna... There's only a few things on this planet that I will toot my fucking horn to. And I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, my friends. And maybe some of them assholes down there won't agree with me, but uh, I doubt it. I fucking doubt it. I was a good shop steward.
One of my fucking guys got into trouble, dude. I could usually, uh, I could fucking weasel some shit out of it, you know? Like, I could fucking find something in that contract where the company was fucking up. And, uh, and, and, and that's a whole story. I hope that some of my shipyard brothers will come down here and talk to me because, you know, that shipyard is fucked up. I'm going to say that out loud, and if they get upset with me, the people that own that shipyard, fuck you, you wealthy fucking Norwegian pieces of shit. You came here, and you fucking robbed us, and then you ran the fuck back to your fucking scumbag-ass country. So fuck you. From all of the shipyard workers in Philadelphia, suck on the head of my fucking dick until I explode. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> good guys. There were some good fucking guys that worked down there. And right now, they're laid the fuck off. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little annoyed about that, you know? These are guys that got fucking families that they needed to take care of, you know? And, uh, you know, wealthy cocksuckers did what they always fucking do, is they just bled it dry and ran the fuck out. So, um... Eh, whatever, man. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, so that's the origins of Yard Bird Tuna. Uh, all my buddies down there, they would scream that shit through the ship, you know? Tuna! You know, that was like the big thing to fucking yell it across the yard or yell it throughout the ship. Um, some of the Spanish guys, dude, I fucking loved working with some of the Spanish dudes. I want to learn how to speak Spanish pretty bad. But admittedly, like every other dumbass fucking American, Rosetta Stone is getting cheaper and cheaper. And yet I'm still so fucking lazy that I won't even sit down and just fucking do it. What a piece of shit, you know? What a piece of shit. I want to do it. I want it. It's cheaper. It's fucking easier. And yet I just don't do it. So, uh, anyway, my buddies down there, some of the Spanish guys, uh, it was great. Some great dudes, great dudes working down there. Um, the big funny joke is they would teach me like the, the dirty shit. You know, they would say fucking dirty shit and we would all like, uh, so, uh, Here's a here's a fucking uh, shout out to all my fucking buddies in the uh, six uh, what was it six ten and six twenty department down there at the fucking shipyard. I puppy. <laughs> we used to fucking scream that through the ship and make like these fucking orgasm sounds, uh, you know, because we're dirt balls. I mean, ultimately, that's that's. That's my sense of humor, man. I used to love working there more than anything just because we could be fucking scumbags. And everybody was. Everybody. In fact, the company itself made a, a clause that the office personnel weren't, weren't allowed to curse. They weren't allowed to say certain things because... In our modern society, you can get sued for harassment of any kind. But because we as shipyard workers, the production guys, the fucking welders, the fitters, the electricians, the insulators, the pipe fitters, the fucking painters, because we were just blue-collar pieces of shit with the, you know, just the lowest, most fucked-up senses of humor... They literally changed their rules and they referred to the way we talk as 
shop talk. So shop talk means that I could scream, "I puppy!" through the fucking shipyard. I mean, as loud as I fucking possibly could, and I can't get in trouble for doing that at all. I used to fucking curse out my <laughs> managers and supervisors. I mean. It was pretty fucking sweet. I mean, as a as a grunt on the floor, welding and pipe fitting and, and doing stupid shit, you know, like, I had pretty much the freedom to say any fucked up thing that came into my brain. I mean, as, I mean there's within limitations. I mean, obviously, you don't want to say no racist shit and you don't want to fucking, you know, uh, you know, you try not to be offensive to, you know, uh, the gay community or, or whoever, you know, but... But guys will be guys. I mean, guys definitely fucking did whatever they wanted anyway. And and for the the company to enforce any form of uh, policy towards discrimination in that particular area, they literally just fucking turned a blind eye to us. They were like, yep, I don't know, man. You fucking guys are scumbags. Uh, we're not going to address this at all. And and I used to think it was so funny because there was women in HR that literally just were like, yep, we don't even want to fucking go near that. You guys do whatever the fuck you want. Say whatever you want. Whoop, there's the baby. So, uh, anyway, I'm going to wrap it up. I think, uh, I think, uh, I've gone on long enough now. My fucking baby's screaming at me. I think she's hungry. So, uh, I guess uh, I guess that's it for episode number one of Yardbird Tuna. I am your host, Tuna, and uh, hopefully the next episodes we'll have some guests in here, somebody that I can throw some fucking ideas at. Listen, listen, as my final disclaimer, okay, come on here, talk to me. I'm a fucking human, okay? I am going to joke around, but I... I'm not interested in fucking humiliating people. That's not me, man. You know, I've had my balls broken throughout the fucking years and, uh, it's, it's not fun. I don't want to, I don't want to truly bully somebody, but I do want to joke around and have a good time about this. And, um, I want to see that you're human, you know, I guess that's the part where I failed explaining myself is that if you come in here and you just give me bullshit answers, I'm going to get annoyed and I'm going to fucking try to to prove that you're a human. You know, that's it. I just... Dude, we all make mistakes. Don't... Don't... Don't talk to me, whether it's in here or on the fucking street. Don't talk to me like you're Mr. Fucking Perfect. That you got all the fucking answers. That you don't do nothing wrong. I mean... Isn't that why our politicians are always in so much fucking trouble? Is that they all claim to be so fucking perfect. And then when some nosy-ass reporter digs up some shit about them, they get all fucking butthurt. Here, I got a solution, guys. Just admit it. Just say, yeah, I smoked some fucking weed. I did a little coke a long time ago. I'm a human. I fucked hookers. I did this. I did that. Whatever, man. I'll tell you this, back on the political bullshit again, here we go, I'll tell you this, the first fucking politician that comes out of the woodwork and says, dude, I did drugs, I got tattoos, 
I fucking made mistakes. I cheated on my fucking spouse. But I'm trying not to do that no more. That fucking guy gets my vote. That guy right there is an honest fucking human. And that's all I ask. That's all I personally want. So, um... Anyway, I'm done. I'm fucking done. My kid is hungry. It's time for me to shut the fuck up. I'll see you guys later.